1: And BJ, let's get at it, and it starts now. All right, welcome to another episode of the Low Down Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. I'm your host, Drew, and I'm BJ, and we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball, ladies and gentlemen. Got a lot of stuff on the show once again today, so for for the first time, three episodes in a row, we're going around the association, so we're back at it again with a myriad of topics here from both leagues uh, today. A lot of basketball to talk, so uh, also playing some With It or Quit It, of course and you know here pretty soon we'll be adding some new stuff within the show so be on the lookout for some new additions here in the coming weeks especially as we approach into the summer months here so surprises on the way new stuff coming soon uh bj yes true you ready to get rocking
0: i'm ready let's
1: do it man all right let's get rocking uh we're gonna do something a little bit different uh to kick off this episode guys um recent tragedy happened that we want to acknowledge um the shooting uh at Uvalde uh in Texas uh, where we just lost just west
0: of San Antonio
1: yes just west of San Antonio uh where we lost 19 children and two adults the total is at 21 uh 21 lives lost um a lone shooter came in with uh, an assault rifle locked himself in there and just kind of opened fire on uh you know students and teachers that were present uh teachers lost their lives protecting students only two students from uh that class uh made it out of there so uh shouts to the survivors of that but just wanted to express that and you know our our uh our uh our condolences and prayers out to the families you know everyone involved everyone can relate to this in some way shape form or fashion everybody has uh you know either a sibling you know you're you could be a parent you're an uncle or an aunt uh a cousin uh a godparent you know whatever you know these are kids um and it's i know it's a very hefty subject you know bj your your mom's a teacher I've yes. got friends who are teachers, you know, are actually right down the road at this very school in the town that I work in. So I mm-hmm. uh, just want to make sure and put this to the forefront. Uh, and, and, uh, I know it's on uh, a lot of hearts, um, for all who have heard and seen the news and for any of you listening to this on the Friday, when this come out uh, in podcast form, um, you know, it's still waning, uh, as the days go on. Um, you know, don't let you know the next I don't know, big dunk from Jason Tatum over Bam bio let you forget about you know this tragedy that has happened, and just keep you know the main thing, the main thing, uh, at all times. So I uh, just wanted to yeah. put that out there, and um, you know, uh, hopefully something gets fixed in this world here, um, BJ. And you know, I'm not I'm not of the mindset that. It's gonna happen as soon as we want it to. That would be great, but yeah. you know, some things just take time. And and as long as down the line things get fixed, you know, for you know what it whatever it is, if it's our grandchildren, our great great grandchildren, whatever. Yeah. You know, as long as we help make the progress to get that done for to get the years down the road, you know, at least we're at least we're doing something. Uh,
0: I will, I will say, I think that, you know, the biggest thing that we could try to fix at an individual level is to fix any hatreds in our hearts that we might have. I think that, you know, without getting bogged down in, in anything else beyond that, I think just, you know, on a personal level, whatever you can do that, you know, tries to, get rid of such hatreds that you might have in in your heart that would probably you know that would go i think a long way too in in terms of you know things that we could do because you know at times you feel powerless when something like this happens and so we're always looking to to try to you know what we can do to fix things even if it doesn't feel like you're doing anything this on a personal level I think is the biggest thing that we can do because having to rely on, on other people to, to do things and and change things, you know, going forward, you know, it, it may feel hopeless. It may feel fruitless. And so that's why I say that beyond anything else, if we in ourselves, anyone that, you know, that might stumble upon this, that might, you know, get burned up over something or might, you know, necessarily have just caved into evil, perhaps, you know, it's not too late. Somebody cares, reach out. There will be somebody there for you to talk about this. That's all. That's all I'll say is that I think that, you know, we, we all could use, you know, more love and compassion in this world.
1: And you know whether it's necessarily uh gun reform or if it's you know uh you know we need to solve the problem of mental health in this world, which we do, yeah. and you know we wouldn't have uh well we have less likely situations like this to be happening. This is the only place in the world where this happens at the rate that it happens, and uh you know we've had more mass shootings this year than we've had days by you know almost three months worth, you know, that's how many days worth, you know, if I'm trying to set it up for y'all to get a picture. Um, but um, yeah, man, we'll just leave it at that. Uh, yeah. On to some basketball stuff on a lighter note uh, here, mm-hmm. shift gears here. Um, NBA playoffs still in full swing. Um, but while these playoffs are in full swing, the All NBA teams were announced. That's right. Earlier, on, or actually, late Tuesday night. Uh, so we're we're getting right to this action the very next afternoon here to talk about it with you as we record on a Wednesday. Uh, BJ, looking yeah. at the first team, second team, third team. What are what's something that stands out? to you a couple things actually well, a couple, a couple
0: yeah a couple things that stood out to me um you know I was I mean I'm not surprised that he made it but LeBron James being on the third team was kind of surprising although as much as he was injured this year it makes sense I just you know there's to me LeBron James is, is still you know one of the best players in the league and it's just unfortunate that you know injuries ruined what would have been i think a great season for both he and the and the lakers but he gets put on the the all nba third team you look at you know some of the the other names that were on the first team i'm not surprised by any of these uh jokic antetokounmpo devin booker luka doncic and joel embiid i mean those are i mean you you talk about you know all nba you've got you know, all MVP conversations with this, you know, NBA first team. Maybe, Wait, maybe you say less last one? was uh, Joel Embiid. Uh, no, he's not the, first team. Oh, I'm sorry.
1: You mean Jokic?
0: Yeah. I, it's this, uh, this said that um, they split votes as first team center. I thought it said he was uh, on the first team as well. I was looking at this article, I read that wrong. So, uh, but you talk about, you know, uh, Jason Tatum is the other uh, member. I apologize. It, it was worded a little bit weird. But, you know, those guys, that's that's five guys that were in talks to be the MVP this year. Maybe less so Tatum and, and Devin Booker. But, you know, Giannis, Nikola Jokic, Luka Doncic, all up there in terms of, you know, being potential MVP candidates this year. And that is a heck of a first team.
1: Did you say somebody – uh Said that Jokic and Embiid split votes.
0: Yes, so this article from Andrew Lopez on ESPN Jokic and 76er center Joel Embiid, who finished second in the MVP voting, split votes as the first team center on the all
1: NBA first team. That's not what it's looking like here because the graphic posted from NBA PR, NBA communications, uh, has the the votes out here Mm -hmm. and points. Jokic. 88 points first team and 12 second team votes Embiid 57 first team points
0: and 43 second team points. Well, it says split votes as center, but both were eligible at forward and some voters opted to put both players on the first team that way. So you see 88 first place votes for Jokic, 57 for Embiid. They put one at forward and one at center. Uh, but they Embiid made the second team at the center spot. So at least according to this article.
1: Okay, and for the first time since what does that graphic say? Since 1954-55, all the players in the first team are 27 or younger.
0: That's right. Yeah, the That's first that it just shows you how young this league is and how good these young players are. That they are, you know the five of the best players in the league right now. And they're all as young as they are. I mean, we're talking with some of the things that Luka Doncic has done so far in, in his first three you know, years of, of, you know, being in the playoffs in his career. So these are some things that not even Michael Jordan was doing. Drew, this is, you know, production we've not seen from somebody this young, you know, ever in the postseason, And so, you know, it's, it's a little too early because, you know, there's injuries and and we hope that that's not the case, but you know, when you've got one of the best players of all time and Michael Jordan, and he's not even performing at at the level that Luka Doncic has been performing at, at, in the playoffs in his career so far, you know, you really like what you think you're going to see from Luka Doncic and his, his career going forward. And, you know, maybe top 10 all time by the time he retires the way he's playing right now.
1: Yeah. And he's about to tie Dirk for uh, all NBA nods or is it first team, first team nod? I think it's first team. His career already about to tie Dirk in, in just a handful of years. So, uh, you know, Luca is very much big time, but uh, BJ, why don't you give us the rest of those uh, uh, all NBA teams?
0: Yeah, so the second team, of course, Joel Embiid is the center. Steph Curry and John Morant were the guard spots, and then they had Kevin Durant and DeMar DeRozan as the two forwards on the second team. The third team had Chris Paul, Trey Young, LeBron, Pascal Siakam, and Minnesota center Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, its I, I think you've got a very fine collection of players in, in all three of these teams, Drew. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm a little surprised – that, you know, we, we don't see James Harden. I think that, you know, he's kind of, you know, at times this year, he's not played like he's all NBA, but just the name alone, I thought would carry some, some weight. Um, But you've got, you know, Chris Paul, slam dunk, you know, first ballot hall of famer, Steph Curry, John Morant are both very deserving. Uh, You know, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker, Luka Doncic, all, first team selections it just you know i think james harden the odd man out so um the thing for lebron james uh he's now the uh let's see let's see okay he is yeah he extends his own record for being on all nba teams now with 18th his 18th uh, all nba selection big time um and then he also becomes the first player to make the All NBA team in his nineteenth season or later.
1: Big time, man! That's yeah, this, big
0: time stuff.
1: What's the king right there? And um, Chris Paul
0: joined Kobe Bryant as the only guards to make an All NBA team following their seventeenth season or later. Ooh. So it, it's it's very it's a very good uh, collection of players, Drew. I'm I'm not I don't really have any qualms with any any of these selections um you know i'm my question i guess because of how many guards there are you know does defense not matter as much because where's marcus smart
1: it doesn't matter as much, and that's an unfortunate thing. That's always been the case. Yeah. Um. But I do want to ask you a question. Okay. Since you said you don't have any real wrinkles with that, I do want to pose one that you know has been a question mark for some. Hmm. Pascal Siam on the third team, and brother was not an All Star at all. So I, I don't I don't remember exactly because I haven't delved into this because it would take probably it might take some time how many times players have been named to the all nba team that were not all stars
0: yeah that's a good question i'm not sure but i mean you look at his stats he was in the top 15 in in terms of points scored this year you know averaging you know nearly 23 a game over eight and a half assists or eight and a half rebounds i beg your pardon and over five assists a game um you know i i think when you look at what he was able to do and, and helping to keep that Toronto team you know when they they lost guys at times and and you know uh so they weren't full full strength going into the playoffs but the fact that they were able to keep it competitive I think is in large part because of Siakam and his his contributions in that series against the Sixers
1: okay yeah I mean it's it's a uh it's not a I don't know if it's a regular occurrence, but I I feel like I've seen it happen before. And weird things it, have happened. It's on pretty the, rare. Weird things have happened on the defensive player uh, side as well. Like, it, and this one I'll always remember. Mark Gasol back in uh, 2012 uh, making the second team all defense and winning defensive player of the year over Bron yeah, in 2013. That's, that's I meant right. 2013, my bad. Uh, but, yeah, so that was, uh, that was a weird scenario back then that is pretty weird and uh you know those things are unfortunately a constant uh consistently weird so and that was marcus all's only all defensive nod by the way that's that sickens me to this day (laughs) Uh, stole lebron's defensive by the year that's crazy oh um but but yeah that's uh NBA all NBA teams. I'm not mad at him either. I think you got a really good crop here. One thing, it's it's just so interesting that like, like dang, it seems like the voters clearly think that Giannis should be the MVP because unanimous 100 no votes for second and third team just first only for mm-hmm. Giannis over here uh, as he's making his mark in the league and uh, you know. Well, and, and I'll tell you, I
0: mean I think maybe maybe that's not necessarily the case, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of whether Giannis should be MVP, but they thought that he played at an MVP type level enough to be on the first team. You know, like I said, with, with uh, MB and Jokic, both, you know, on a lot of ballots being on the first team with, with both of them being eligible at at forward and center, uh, you know, they're just trying to get the five best players onto the, you know, onto the, uh, the team. And, And I guess when you got three forwards or, or, you know, a center, two centers and a forward like that, you got to make some some adjustments around.
1: BJ, I want to mention something. I'll be brief on it, but it's just, it's on okay. my mind right now.
0: It's kind of right. crazy.
1: But, you know, look at Doncic here in first team All-NBA again. You remember how many games he missed this year? You remember how I, I out remember of shape he came few, in? Out of shape he came into the league this year as and had to Play himself into shape. This man played 65 games in this season. So he missed, Mm. what, 17? 17 17 games, yeah. 17 games. And still got the All-NBA First team. Yeah. Just imagine if this dude starts to give a little bit more of a rip about basketball and his body. Like, it just just dedicate I don't know have a Michael Jordan summer where he just goes and starts pumping the iron and Luca comes back with definition as arms and no belly yeah. at all to start the season he's just gonna just go ballistic and probably literally average a triple double and if he stays well, healthy and- for the entire one too like it's just like can we have a a, a, a An all NBA team zero that nobody else can reach, (laughs) but Luca, because it's just another level that he would be able to get to, and he's already on another level. And it's yeah, it's it's crazy to think that this guy can get better. But we won't we won't sit here and keep pelting Luca because we got to dive into these NBA playoffs here. Yeah, I was just gonna say
0: I was just gonna say real quick about that. I'm not gonna take too long. Um, you know, for for Luca this will be the first normal like off season that wasn't interrupted with, you know, COVID or anything like that since I think his rookie year. So that's kind of been the problem is that it hasn't been like an authentic off season. And, you know, as far as they've gotten in the postseason, you know, he's not getting a whole lot of time to rest, but more so than he has in the past couple of years in between seasons.
1: All right. Going into the playoffs, going to start in the Eastern conference finals PJ, this series is, series is tied 2-2, mm-hmm. and this is another one of those weird playoff years where we got a lot of blowouts on uh, in this year's bit of playoff games. And in this series, we've got two, and depending on what you consider a blowout, in the regular season, I would consider a blowout 15-plus. In the postseason, I'd probably say 20-plus because as you've seen already, yeah, people can come back from 15-point leads in the playoffs lickety-split. Yeah, So, to me, I feel like it's got to be at least 20 for a blowout. And that has happened multiple times in this series and the only true blowout side of it has been the Celtics blowing the Heat out and yeah. have beat them by 20 and 25 points. Now, they have lost to the Heat by double digits. In Game 1, mm-hmm. they lost by 11. Yeah, uh, But in Game 2, or in Game 3, they only lost by 6. So, yeah. the only time that they were beat by any more than six points was when they didn't have the defensive player of the year, yeah. and I don't think they had Robert Williams in that first game either. So yeah, they're missing right. some key pieces, and you know when they've got their guys, they're either winning or barely losing. So at this point, just the way it's kind of shaking out, BJ, it seems like it's Boston's. It's Boston series. They're gonna upset Miami at the crib, and finish it. At the Garden, at in or finish it in Boston. It is the Boston Garden, right? Yeah. Well, I, don't it's, know, I, I, don't know I, I think it's TD, that, it's TD Garden. It's not
0: the actual Garden, but there we go. they call it, still call it the Garden, the new okay. Garden. Okay,
1: just want to make sure. At the Garden, and beat them in six instead of going to seven. Just because Miami, I mean, when they're getting beat, they're getting clobbered. You yeah. know, it's not just losing. They're getting thwacked. And, you know, even if you bring back Kyle Lowry, I mean, I mean he's back. But, I mean, he, is he back, back, or is he just playing? I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah. you know, it's not like it even matters for these guys. And, and Tyler, Hero, he's he's already missed game. I think he missed uh, game four when they got blown out. So, yeah. uh, well, one of the times that they got blown out. So, they'll really need him back in the next game if he's able to play. So, yeah. I don't know. I just think, yeah, uh, you know, my, uh, my bold prediction of the rematch Mavs versus heat round three is just going to not happen at all. And it's going to be Warriors Celtics.
0: Well, don't say that necessarily.
1: That's cause... right. Because the Mavs are yeah. going to be the first team to come back from a three Oh deficit to make the finals after 146 other teams failed to do so.
0: We'll see. We'll, well, we'll see. We'll get to we'll, that. We'll get minute. back. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. I haven't gotten to watch a whole lot of the series, and and that's on me. I've got it all there to to watch and and go more in-depth with the film. But based on what I have seen, you know, the Celtics, they were down quite a bit in Game 3, were they not? And then they made a fierce rally and and cut it only down to a six-point game before they lost. I think that is what you could look back and see what changed the momentum of the series, Drew. I've not been, you know me, I'm not a Boston hater. I just have not bought into the Celtics team ever since before even the playoffs started. But I've got to give them some credit here, Drew. You know, we talked about last week after game one, we didn't know how long, you know, their guys were going to be out. And, you know, they went in and, and won in Miami in game two, which no no team had, had done so uh, in these postseason, in this playoffs yet. Uh, and they did that, I believe, you know they got Marcus Smart back, I believe, but they had uh, they didn't have um, who who was uh, who was out on paternity. You you'll have to refresh my memory. There was there was one player that uh, that wasn't oh. in game two because um, his uh, his child was being born.
1: Oh, I don't know. Give me a second. I'll see if I can. Yeah, play.
0: if you can find that, it's it's not a big deal, but I know it was a key player. I just can't remember now offhand. But they went in and they won. And not just that, but they won convincingly. And then, you know, at home, it, you know, they got down again. Oh,
1: it was Derek White. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Um, I, I couldn't remember offhand. I, I remember seeing it on Twitter, but I couldn't. Uh, yeah, for whatever reason, it didn't stick in my brain. Um,
1: you said got down again.
0: So, you know, in game three, they fall behind. And, and it's very easy to see, like, you know. Oh, this this team, yeah, they 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 won one, but Miami's showing why they're the the cream of the crop in the Eastern Conference, and you know they're gonna they're trying they're gonna win this game, and they're gonna try to win Game Four, and then they're gonna go and, and win on their home court in five or something like that. Um, and that's not the case. And the Celtics never gave up in that Game Three, that rally they went on late to to claw back in. Ultimately, it didn't pay off for game three, but I think it paid off in a big way game four. And I think that you're right, Drew. I think the Celtics actually do end up winning this series. Um, Now that after what I've seen from from them and and their performance, I'm not so sure that they'll win uh, on the road in game five, but I think Mm -hmm. they could win a game seven. Uh, I think for their best chance of winning the series, if they steal game five, I think it's over. If they win game five on the road that the, you know, a second win on the road in, in Miami, then, then they're going to win the series and it's going to be in game six at home.
1: For sure. Because, uh, I believe Miami was undefeated at home coming into the playoff series. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like we were with Luca anyway, not overall, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've we've shown that we've we've been able to falter at home. Um, you know, Mavs fans still think there's reasons for losing Game Three because the true crazy hype MFFLs didn't get to go, which is very true. Those seats were downright expensive, PJ. Like yeah. nosebleeds are three hundred dollars. So, yeah. you know, you're only getting the guys that eat fish and chips that are over there up at that Mavericks uh, game. So, you only get you only get <laughs> a certain type of crowd or some some guys that come into some type of money somehow doing a bunch of different things. Uh, So, you know, right now, if the Mavs win in Golden State and bring it back to a game six for Saturday, do you know what the starting ticket prices are for game six?
0: Nosebleeds?
1: Yes. Starting ticket prices.
0: 450.
1: Oh, wow. That's a lot. That's that's a little too much. Uh okay. three forty eight.
0: Okay. Well, I think if they if they do end up um if they do end up winning game five, you might see those tickets go up. Oh just yeah. To, well, just to say, just to safe bet.
1: As we casually transition into Warriors Mavs here. Um but yeah, um you know there's there really is a chance, but I, I really feel like in between now and then, like maybe today they'll drop the prices. And then if they win, they'll maybe bump it a little bit up, but enough to where fans can afford to come. Because do you know how much they dropped those game four tickets? Now how much. They dropped those suckers almost two hundred dollars, BJ. Like those were like expensive. Uh, you know, up to you know, we talked about them being three hundred dollars and you know, um, you know, there there are there are seats up there that are even more than that, obviously, but yeah. that's, those are just starting prices. Starting prices. But, yeah, yeah they dropped down to like 107 uh, in starting uh, for game four when they when they open with like, I don't know, three plus. So – or actually also, it, wasn't, it, wasn't, it was high twos for sure.
0: Also consider that, um, you know, game three was on a Sunday night. Game six would be on a Saturday night game four on a tuesday night and it's a week night there so there's a little bit less you know there's a little bit less of a not necessarily like demand or anything like that but there would probably be more people that would be able to go to like an eight o'clock start on a weekend night as opposed to a week night when yeah. knowing that the game won't let out till probably 11 or so uh central time with with commercials and everything like that stoppages especially when you got a
1: a, a leaky roof oh you beat me to it i was gonna say man, <laughs> prices should go down because the roof's leaking drop the prices mark your roof is leaking yeah, i you
0: know I, I i saw that there was you know the the talk about uh and this has been you know a couple months now i think going back that there was talk about wanting a new arena i'm like well, this arena is still relatively new in pretty good shape and then all of a sudden now we've seen multiple incidents in the past you know couple months with the roof leaking stop i'm not gonna to get my, my i'm not gonna get my twilight you know zone music out but there's a you know i, I think there might be a conspiracy afoot here drew
1: stop beating me to my points pj i was gonna bring that up and ask you about that um, <laughs> sorry because i was listening to the fan today and uh mike was actually talking about it mike Bassick. Talking mm-hmm. about the pos- Mike and Kevin, the possibility of the Mavs moving out of the AAC and going to, uh, I think either going to their practice facility or having something built by their practice facility uh, on the other side of town and, and vacating the AAC. Um, and and I had the instant question, which will tie into something we'll talk about later in WNBA, mm-hmm. is if that would be the chance for the Dallas wings to move out of Arlington and into Dallas and into a known building, you know, yeah. I mean, parking's not great. Uh, no. but you know, the crowds won't be as big and bolsterous. I mean, for one, this is a playoff game, so it's absolutely insane, but I mean, they would not have any parking issues. Everybody could park in the same one. Whereas the day there's like two or three garages, Uh, Everybody could just park in this one, Uh, you know, it would be pain getting out, but still, I mean, this team would be in Dallas instead of being at a college gym in the college park center, which I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the college park center. I mean, if I was a player, you know, that'd be super dope. And, heck, if I was over there uh, going to the school and covering that team, it would still be cool to work in. But, you know, our professional yeah. team deserves a professional gym and arena for pros and not be in the college space. So if, if that opportunity arises, I think the Dallas Wings should definitely take the opportunity to slide into the AAC. But that's we'll talk about more WNBA stuff later. But it's the roof, Mark, okay? Uh, well, uh, let, me, yeah. let me
0: say this because I don't know if this gets talked about a whole lot you know when Reunion Arena was built, it was you know it opened up in 1980, and then by about 20, 21 years or so later, they had already built the AAC, and both the Stars and the and the Mavs left. So we're about that same time away from the AAC being open as they were when Reunion lost both the Mavs and the Stars. So they
1: brought that maybe, up too.
0: Yeah, maybe it's not necessarily that out of you know out of the realm of possibility that they need another arena but at the same time you know are we not building arenas to last you know more than 20 years these days like what's going on with that
1: They're getting bored, you know, and especially since, you know, this is, you know, it's Mark's chance now to build the type of arena he wants because he didn't have really any say in the first one because he was just coming in or just got the team and, you know, plans had already been drawn up. This place was being built. Uh you know right as he was coming in so he had no say in that and you know he's obviously if you watch that stinking game for you can see how pissed off he is that his roof is leaking and this game is delayed by like a half hour
0: i saw so, i don't know if you saw this drew there was uh, a meme or i don't know if it's a meme or if it's like uh, an actual listing but it, somebody went and looked and like facilities manager is listed as a job at the american airlines center it's like Mark Cuban fired the facilities manager like during the game or something like that. And the listing was already there. I, like I said, I don't know if it's legitimate or not. Maybe it was already posted before the game, but the timing is just, like chef's kiss in terms of how funny that was
1: it's fu- it's funny either way it goes whether it was already there and it's like oh wow that's why your roof is leaking <laughs> yeah. or if he or if it's a you know a, a running joke that he posted it during you know that stuff happening either way that's that's hilarious but uh mm. you know if, if it is true that it was there before then they're down bad <laughs> wrong time yeah. to let somebody go you should Ooh. let your season in and then fire that guy yeah, or, or girl, whatever, whoever's whoever's working that. Yeah, uh, and and it, and
0: it it may and you know it may not be anything he controls. It may just be the the arena and the building in general.
1: But... And BJ, before I forget, I don't remember where I saw this, but I remember it in my mental. In this series against the Warriors, in the first half of the game, through all four of these games, the Mavs are at plus nineteen <sighs> against the Warriors that are somehow down 3-1 in this series and I say I get, somehow not, not, not getting the game that,
0: two really hurts
1: I say somehow yes it you think <laughs> this, this that is why I really thought that this that this series could be completely flipped the other way for us and it mm-hmm. should be so because like, we should take in game two we would have had momentum rolling into game three where we always win at the crib. Yeah, and then we would have won Game Four just like we did. We'd be up three one, and how it yeah. should be going. Yeah, and I mean the fact that's... that we were getting spanked by Kevon Looney for so many games is just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, it, and you know, I'll I'll say this. You know, my mom, I love her to death. Give her a whole lot of credit. She has a lot of crackpot theories when it comes to professional sports, but she said what I'll say is the best thing about the series. Mavs are a better team than they've been playing in the series. I think that's the 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 best way to sum it up.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's no question. And you know, you you see the you see the post games from kid talking about the, you know the looks that they get. You know, they're just not going down, which is very true. I mean, they're just yeah. not going down. They're getting good looks. You know, yeah. they're just missing shots, and you can tell it by the percentages. You know, they're finishing games like twenty six percent from three and things like that. When they're tossing up like you know forty. 34 plus of threes. So, yeah. I mean, you live by it, you die by it. But, I mean, you know, yeah. that's probably the only way you're going to beat this team because that's what they do. Um, but, you know, as long as you continue to clean up those mistakes that you made in those other games, which, I mean, they're very – they seem – and, man, don't, don't quote me on this. We're not going to post this clip. But he seems as calm and collected as the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2016 and how their their attitude was at a 3-1. And they felt good, even in the position that they were in. And obviously, the, you know, despite the deficit and the hole, they made their comeback. Um, and, you know, we, we just seem to have that type of poise, at least from the top at leadership and from Jason. And, you know, if he's got that kind of calmness, like, you know, that he's not worried, you know, he, he talks smack, you know, he had, there was a quote about, uh, he, he was talking about the, uh, the Warriors defense, like he, they can't guard us one-on-one. So that's why they're in the zone. Mm-hmm. That's why they're dropping in the zone. They can't guard us one-on-one. And, you know, you know how kind of dry and mellow he is. So he kind of made a joke along with it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, taking a nice little jab at the Warriors there. It's almost, almost kind of was like, man, what are you doing? Don't, don't do that. Don't <laughs> poke down. the bear. Yeah, for <laughs> real. They'll start splashing things from three in Golden State and send you home in five. So, uh, but you know, it's just good to see that he's got that kind of calm, confidence, and composure. I mean, we've seen it from him all season, but especially in this situation, he's remaining the same. It's not like, uh, you know, do or die. You know, the players realize it's like you know, four straight game sevens, like Jalen Brunson said. But uh, you know, his poise, it, it kind of it, it speaks, uh, it speaks to this decent bit for this team here. Do you know,
0: I mean, you talk about all the bad, you know, moments that the Mavs have had when it comes to the Warriors, that Jason Richardson, like, spinning three at the buzzer, the 2007 postseason series. If the Warriors become not just, like, the first team to, you know, they get the 3-1 memes, but if they become the first team to get the 3-0 memes and the Mavericks finally exercise their demons, do you know, like, you talk about crumbling the founding blocks of a dynasty that dude. that would just do un, unsurmountable damage dude to this I've, had, team.
1: I've had these thoughts ever since we got down 3-0 and i was leaving the aac in game 3 on sunday just the fact that like they're already a part of one of the ugliest sides of history and it's mm-hmm. blowing that 3-1 lead in the finals and you know here they are again with a crazy part of history that could potentially be there for them again, being on the wrong end of letting the us come back from a 3-0 deficit, which would be even worse, or, or yeah. comparatively worse, arguably for sure, yeah. worse than blowing a 3-1 lead in the finals. I think it's not as bad because that's the finals and you're one game away. Yeah. I think it's still extremely bad though. Very bad. If it's a if that's a one A, this is a one B. There's I don't think it's a one two. I think it's so close because it's you had a sweep and then you got swept.
0: (laughs) We we talked we talked about how bad it would have been if the Sixers had blown a three elite in the first round against the Six or against the Raptors. This would be amplified tenfold if if it happened to the Warriors because of the three one memes. And, and subsequently even more but you know being 30 in the western finals as opposed to the first round it it would just it would do insurmountable damage to a lot of those those guys
1: would it their their careers would it put enough of a dark cloud over their dynasty of three championships and for years like those two catastrophes
0: no no because yeah. enough time has passed since their last championship that you could, if they win it this year, you could count this as part of the dynasty. Nah. But if they don't win it this year, I think that you know the 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 2019 was the beginning of the end for the dynasty. And you see like you know you see like an SB Nation or or whatever I think Secret Base now video on like collapse or whatever. If the Warriors have to start going through a rebuild because you know their guys are are getting you know, older, they're not getting any younger. They realize this is probably it in terms of, you know, how close they are now and and going for another championship. This is, it's either now or never for Golden State. And, you know, I I heard a comparison about this series that I hadn't thought of. Uh, I wanted your opinions on it real quick before we move on. Compare this Mavs team, to the twenty eleven Oklahoma State Thunder team that was in the Western Finals against the Mavericks and and compare the Warriors to that Mavs team, basically where the Thunder were like, Yeah, nope, we're for sure gonna beat them. And everywhere like around here, we were like, Yeah, we don't we're gonna beat them. There's nothing to to worry about. And we went out and, and just did it, you know, in five. Is is that a fair comparison, you know, in terms of the youth of this team compared to that Oklahoma City team, we saw how how good that team, the, the three superstars that they had on there, is that a fair comparison to make?
1: i uh, I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily a fair one to make. Mm-hmm. Um, two different types of teams. Um, yeah, and I don't know that the Warriors had that attitude. Like they're just gonna come in and just send us home. Obviously, they realized how feisty we were. We sent Phoenix home. You know, maybe
0: maybe kind of more of so warriors fans as opposed to the warriors themselves but
1: yeah um yeah i mean it's just that young okc team they uh they were just young arrogant guys that thought they were hot shots early and you know thought the, mm-hmm. you know, the league was theirs already because of their young talent between the three of them and yeah. four of them actually because ibaka was ibaka, big back yeah then. um but this team, the only really big time guy is 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 Luca, and you know Brunson's just trying to get his money. Everybody else is just kind of in a role, you know, filling a role uh, similar to that twenty eleven team. But you're asking me to compare this team to that twenty twelve Thunder team. I don't think there's as many similarities in that regard. I don't think mm-hmm. we're arrogant here at all, for sure. We're thankful I don't think to be so. here, um, and I think I, that's, like that's I said, I've heard the unfortunate parts that we're thankful here. I think we should. We should have been thankful to be here for 24 hours and then we should have woke the hell up and got business done. But yeah, I,
0: I I think that they were thankful to be there because, you know, nobody expected them to be there. Not even you and I thought they would make it this far. And, you know, if, if we weren't thinking we were delusional. And so we are grateful to be there. But at the same time, it's like, well, comparatively, comparatively to, you know, how Utah with Rudy Gobert and, you know phoenix with deandre Ayton, this seemed like a more favorable matchup because they don't have that big guy in the paint you should be able to get to the basket but at the same time i like i said i heard that comparison i didn't necessarily agree with it but it was definitely thought provoking i wanted your take on it
1: yeah Mavs still definitely have a chance cuz i still feel the same about you know our advantage over this team and the way we play can beat the way that they play and we could win four straight it could happen I'm not it could happen, Will, but it it could just
0: as it, go ahead.
1: But I, I didn't think twenty sixteen was gonna happen, so there yeah, you
0: go. It, it it could happen, but it could just as likely be a gentleman's sweep with Golden State winning on their home court. Let's hope that's not the case, but
1: This playoff action is nonstop, though, at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can just bet $5 on any team, the Mavs, to win and get $150 in free bets if they do.
0: That's right, Drew. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs, you can do just that with DraftKings' same-game parlays. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, as Drew said, Mavericks, the total three-pointers, made. I'm going to say 17. Give me 17. The total rebounds for, uh, let's say, Luka Doncic, 11. And boom, you've got a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg does not hit.
1: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's promo code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook.
0: Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, Drew, let's shift gears. Let's talk some WNBA. How about those Dallas Wings? They keep winning away from home. And the, the talent that they're beating on the road, the Phoenix Mercury, wow, what a big-time win there.
1: Yeah, tell me about it, Beej. Uh Dallas Wings, for the first time in their history, starting the season off 4-0 and o on the road. I don't even know if they've started 2-0 and o on the road before, BJ, uh, let alone 3, for sure. I know 3 has not happened, um, at least since I've been here. And, I only, and there was only two seasons before I was here in Dallas. And those were really bad seasons. So I, I know yeah. that didn't happen then. But this team is is playing rejuvenated. They're a different brand of basketball than this team has ever truly had in the past. And they've been trying to do that ever since last season, since Vicki Johnson took over because he's a defensive-minded coach. They weren't able to fully uh, really establish it last year. But they are indeed establishing that early this year uh, and, and really kind of focusing in when they're on the road And it's been kind of, it's been really impressive to see because they've really kind of stood out more than I expected them to early on. Um, but it's been really good and they, they still got some things to work out. I've got some question marks on certain things. Um, so, you know, but you gotta be happy about where they are right now. Uh, I've been two third in the league so far, um, In the WNBA standings, their only losses have been at home, um, you know, one against a team that they beat before and another against, you know, an Atlanta dream team that you didn't expect to even be moderately as good as it is right now, holding a four and three record. Um, So those only losses are against teams that they have beat or that they could beat. So, Mm -hmm. you know, they've beaten Washington. Uh, They could do it again. And, you know, Atlanta is a beatable team, beatable young team. So, I mean, we just gotta we just gotta get things together and you know reestablish that home court uh, once we get back in June and have more of a home stand. Um, but Wings are on a bit of a road trip since, and they started off with a win against the big time team, the Connecticut Sun, mm-hmm. who before uh, that game did not lose at home so far early this season. I mean, only a couple games, but but still, uh, Connecticut a really tough team to beat. Uh, Connecticut actually just lost Jasmine Thomas for the season. Mm. Um, So uh, they were without her in that game. But still, you got to be pleased uh, with the way Dallas played. Uh, You know, they came out really rejuvenated in the second half. I wish I had my little notes from last night. But, yeah, they came out rejuvenated the second half, outscored Connecticut 58-38 in the second half. Uh, You know, the duo of Marike uh, Mabry. Uh, wow arike gumbuwale and marina Mabry. marike there marike there you the, go the, that's the their combo. that's their
0: ship name right that
1: is, that is their nickname there okay. um that that do out the game for them and you know the, this this team had a really big third quarter the margins was even bigger than what and then, uh than what it ended up being at the end uh you know Connecticut had a little late run to make it a little bit more respectable, but the wings, they had a really good game and it's, it's, it's really good to see that they're starting to get, some attention is, uh, you know, people from WNBA and people from ESPN showing up to the Zoom last night to ask questions. So, you know, finally getting some of that national attention. Uh, Alicia Gray making it known that she needs acknowledgement for everything she does aside from scoring, that she's more than just a bucket. She's she's a defensive player. She deserves to be an all-defensive player in this league. She is one, um, and and she wants that acknowledgement. For all the other little things that she does as well, so we'll make sure we keep pushing that Alicia as much as we can. Especially since the Dallas Wings only have about two or three national TV games this year. Which, I mean, if they continue to play really good basketball, some things might get you know pushed to an ABC or an ESPN uh, a game and a swap with with another team. You know, who knows? Uh, you know, games could yeah. get picked up for the Dallas Wings. That that could happen. Uh, so be on the lookout for that but yeah they're playing a a good brand of basketball Uh, they're more committed on defense Uh, the only thing they have to work on which this team has always had to work on ever since I've been covering it is consistency so they just got to keep doing it they just got to keep doing it because they had these moments early last year maybe not playing as well but still uh, making the steps in their maturity to where and I'm pretty sure they said this I don't remember which player it was but they were talking about when they were when they would get a clutch win, they were like, oh, last year we wouldn't have won this game. We would have blown this game. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I thought that was funny because saw two recently sit again this year. And it almost makes me nervous like it did last year when she said it, because I believed them last year. And I was like, oh, yeah, because they, they really did seem like they had made those strides. You know, they're getting over that, you know, hump of being a young team and doing young mistakes in the league. And then they went back and did the young mistakes and stuff. So I'm hoping it is true this time and it is believable, but you can't be mad at me for kind of being optimistic. Yeah. So, but you you want to be an
0: optimist. I want to be an optimist too. I mean, you know, not, not that I'm necessarily wanting to doubt the wings or anything like that. I know it's not sustainable to expect them to win every game away from home. And in fact, I bet, you know, I'm without saying necessarily, you know, I I think Connecticut will be feisty for a win and and not want to get swept in the back-to-back games. But, you know, the wings are playing right now like they could win the game. They're playing like they could win any game, as you said, you know, third in the league right now so far because of that record away from home. And as you said, they have beaten one of the teams they lost at home. And they certainly could beat that Atlanta team that they will, will see again here, you know, Probably Uh, I I don't have the exact schedule in front of me, but they will see them again at some point. Um, And so it is going to be interesting to keep an eye on the wings because right now they are playing above teams so far, like Seattle, like Phoenix team that, you know, even ahead of Connecticut, teams that are expected to do a whole lot this year. You know, if, if the wings can, can sustain this, then why not, you know, why not make the push and go all in and, and try to have this be the year for them. So, you know, let's talk about, you know, some of the other teams in the WNBA right now, Drew, you know, only teams that are ahead of the wings thus far are not really too surprising to me. That's Vegas and Washington. I mean, you talk about both those teams being, you know, among the the, the cream of the crop in terms of, you know, championship contenders, and their windows are open this year right now.
1: Yeah, and and Vegas Vegas would be undefeated if they didn't have one random clunker on the road, where I think they lost by nearly 20 or 20-plus. So, uh, you know, they are really playing a good brand of basketball early, so it's good to see that Becky Hammonds kind of already established uh, a nice little winning culture. Uh, in Vegas, which I mean, they're already used to winning, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So um, this is
0: this is exactly what I expected from Coach Hammond and and this Vegas team this year, Drew. I I really liked the hire. I know we talked about whether you know whether she should wait around and 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 take the the job in in the NBA, but I honestly, Drew, the way they're playing right now, and I I think they'll continue to sustain this this year and, and going forward, whenever Pop does decide that he's ready to to hang up. The, the suit and, and, you know, settle back into the, you know, less into the limelight, you know, Becky, I don't think has done anything or and won't do anything in the WNBA that won't do anything except amplify her chances of being a head coach in the NBA. If that's what she wants, I mean, she may be perfectly happy to, to have herself a little dynasty brewing out here in, in Vegas and in the WNBA, as far as we know.
1: And uh, as far as these top two teams go, I, I was mentioning uh, the Aces one loss. That was that road loss was two. The Mystics, Washington, the number yeah. two team in the league. The Mystics By lost, The Mystics losses. Washington was against us and who is that other that recent one was against the sky so they lost to the defending champs who are actually mm-hmm. who, are the, who are the four seed right behind us and yeah. us so they're only losing to top teams so they're 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 imagining we imagine this team to stay up here um yeah. you know dallas one of dallas's losses to six seed atlanta which they're playing you know better than you know you thought and you know games like that happen for dallas uh I, or in the league in general. So um, that other loss comes from the number two team in the league, in the Washington Mystics. So they've only lost to uh, playoff level teams, and they're getting past the ones they should beat. So as long as they continue to do that, and if they can, if they can sweep Connecticut here, that's massive, man. That's huge. Yeah, you go in six, six two in the league, and you drop Connecticut to four and three. Give them back five and zero on losses. the road. Yeah, back to back losses. Uh, at their at their house and yeah and you start out 5 and all the road goodness you you'd be the only team undefeated. Well, no, Mystics are still undefeated on the road, but you'd be the only team with five road wins so far. Um so that that's that's big. Time. And uh and the Mystics
0: next road game coming up this weekend is at Connecticut too. So currently that be one very of, interesting.
1: One of two came, one of two teams on a 3 plus game win streak right now as well. So Dallas got to keep it rolling, BJ. Yeah, and uh, we've we, we've briefly mentioned Atlanta. I want to run through some things uh, real quick with uh, with some stuff here. Uh, Natasha or not Natasha, uh, Ryan Howard for Atlanta uh, got bottled up the other day pretty well, BJ. They figured mm-hmm. out the rook pretty early uh, last game. Ryan Howard, zero points, BJ. Wow. Zero points. 0-9 from the field,
0: mm. and
1: a 20-point loss. And I believe this tied a franchise record for the Dream for the least points scored in a WNBA game. Let me actually go check uh, WBB timeline on that stat. Wow. Uh, or across the timeline, I should say. But yeah, that was, it was a historically bad night for the Dream, so let, let me double yeah. check on that real quick on that, uh, that 50 points, but yeah, that's, that's, that's insane. Rough. Uh,
0: and that was just last night on Tuesday. Wasn't it?
1: First, yeah. Gotcha. Golly, where did that thing go? Well, uh, before I get, before I find that, I do want to mention that Elena Deladon hit 4k career points, uh, as well. Since our last episode, she is, I believe, the second fastest to do so. Candace Parker also got her second triple double of her career, one of three players to do that Mm -hmm. um, in the WNBA uh, regular season and playoffs. Yeah, but uh, I'm not. I'm not finding uh, the 50 point thing from the Atlanta Dream uh, on this site. But uh, but yeah, it it was definitely a historically bad night for the Dream. Uh, let's just kind of keep it and at that. They if I come only across attempted
0: it. six free throws,
1: Jeez. yeah. Actually, oh, here it is. I found it. Uh, the Dream have broken the franchise record for fewest points in a game with fifty. Wow. Yeah. Mm. And let me see. What it was for that. If I can get that anyway. Um. Yeah. Before that. The last time was 2017 against Minnesota. Mm. They put up 54 in a loss. Wow. Oof. Buddy. Oh, my.
0: Not good stuff. Yeah, Yeah. so
1: definitely a rough time this weekend for or or recently for Atlanta uh, after a really hot start from Ryan Howard and and an unexpected start from the dream overall. So uh, they got to kind of catch their footing, and I imagine Ryan Howard – uh, we'll have a bounce night. Uh, she seems like one of those types of players that's got to go back and give you a 20 to 30 piece after not scoring like that. So uh, we'll see what and she does. Back,
0: yeah, they're back in action Sunday against the Mercury. That's an early start
1: on CBS. The next time they play?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. That stinks for the, uh... wow, dream. Can't believe they're not playing again until Sunday. You said yeah,
0: yeah. Because um, um, you know tonight's Mercury Sparks, tomorrow Wings at Sun, Friday's Sparks at Fever, Liberty at Storm, and Saturday's Aces at Sky, Mystics at Sun.
1: I can't believe there's only four games in the next three days. It's pretty insane to me. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, Atlanta got to get it together. But back to some little nuggets that I mentioned last week. Some specific things we'll continue. Uh, hopefully to. Uh, bring bringing to see you, uh, each week, you know, if, yeah. I mean, if these things stand anyway, but teams still mm-hmm. undefeated at home. Uh, the A's is five and O Dallas and Washington, as I said, undefeated on the road, Um, three and O for Washington, four and O for Dallas. Winless on the road, Seattle storm still. I think I they, expect had, that to change. They, they had Stewie with this last game though uh, on their road game. And they lost that one. And the New York Liberty, New York Liberty, with all that talent, not being able to do anything with it. And they are last in the league now, BJ. They opened up the season beating the Connecticut Sun just to not win a single game since. And it's been yeah. raw sailing out there.
0: This WNBA uh, standings that I'm seeing on ESPN, even though they have a better winning percentage, Indiana is listed as the last place team because they're five and a half back of Vegas right now. So, But either way, you make the argument that, you know, New York hasn't won a game since uh, since opening night, and I mean this is just you know not what we wanted to see from from Sandy and her squad out there.
1: Yeah, it's it's pretty tough, pretty tough out there. But you know, um, heck, if the New York Liberty win back to back games, they're technically in the playoffs. <laughs> they would be <laughs> the eight seed. Yeah, because uh, Phoenix, Los Angeles, Minnesota, and Indiana all just have two wins. Um, yeah. but there's a lot of stuff shaking up here in a bit. You know, I bet the top teams will, you know, continue to to do some winning, and you know, some of the bottom will still show as to why they're at the uh, bottom. And yeah. uh, we'll continue to see how things process right here. But BJ, uh, I don't know if you ever ended up making any uh, fantasy team or anything like that. Get yourself set up. I,
0: I hadn't. I didn't have time last week, but I can try to look in, and see if I can get it set up this week.
1: Gonna make one during week three. I... And we don't need it now. <laughs> we don't need it now. We don't need it. But I have been playing fantasy BJ, and I am getting used to it. Um, getting in here with some fantasy. Um, I've got. I got three three teams. You know, one of them I kind of forgot to manage, so they're zero to two. But the ones that I actively managed, one's undefeated, and that's my WNBA Twitter league that I made for all the people who are new to fantasy and wanting to Mm -hmm. play. So I made a little league for them, and uh, I got my paid one. I'm one and one. I lost like – I was down. I lost like 50 points this past week. I had a clunker. Mm -hmm. But WNBA fantasy has been fun. It's especially enjoyable because unlike, you know, uh, NBA fantasy BJ and I I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week but they don't have any uh negative points so
0: yeah you did mention that last
1: week. yeah so you just got the positive here so you can get those point totals that you kind of see in the NBA games uh you know where they they have more time you know to be able to accumulate more points and things like that uh so you'll see like the 38 from a Britney Sykes or whatever in fantasy point totals yeah. uh and really in WNBA Fantasy, BJ, the key to being good at it is so easy. Obviously, aside from health and you need a little bit of luck, but mm-hmm. building your roster, you need two-way players, mostly yeah. defensive players because yeah, the point – Additions for steals and blocks is two, whereas points and assists, and rebounds are just one just per. One, yeah. So you know players like Britt sykes when they're going out there and getting three steals and two blocks, I'm over here like, hey, that's what I'm talking about. Points out. The Heck, block yeah. Two. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Because you just add them up with those extra steals and blocks on top of what she's already done. So those two way players really help you out. I mean, if you got an age of Wilson, I'm pretty sure she's in my. Uh, in, in one of these leaders, yeah, she's in my, my WNBA Twitter one, I believe. Gotcha. Averaging, averaging her double-double, yeah, double-double in like three blocks a game. So she's really pacing my squad over there. She's She's been a real defensive presence this year and is trying. I mean, she's really kind of making a, an early case for defensive player of the year. And yeah. uh, eventually we'll start we'll start talking more into who's doing things defensively in those six women uh, or six player of the year uh awards we'll we'll dig into you know players who could be shifting to that conversation. So we'll we'll start mentioning some of those names as the weeks continue uh that's it on my WNBA side and you know I'll get some more uh, updates uh via fantasy I got to get 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 some more of that for y'all just cuz it's brand new and I know people are kind of interested in in trying that out but uh let's see. play a little game though before we head out of here today BJ what do you
0: think all right all right, let's play it. a little with it or quit it, Drew.
1: All right, a little with it or quit it. Next week is back to you, my brother. So That's right. Let's get this done. All right, with it or quit it. Number one, the WNBA should see expansion before the NBA does. With it or quit it? Because there was recent news about the NBA in the next year or two adding seattle and vegas yeah
0: that that's um i was just about to say that uh, i had seen that they were talking about nba expansion uh you know i mean seattle's got to get a team back in the nba but this is not the question obviously so the wnba needs to have expansion before the nba that's the question
1: yeah it should see expansion before the nba um you
0: know what let's Yeah, I'm with it. We only got 12 teams in the WNBA versus, you know, 30 already in the NBA. Um, I think you need to add four W teams before you add two more NBA. And that way you kind of have like, you know, WNBA has, you know, a scaled back, you know, half half of the the league basically for for the NBA. But the the question that I would pose to you, I'm absolutely with it that we need to see some more teams because... As many players that, you know, get cut and are having to go overseas, if we want this league to grow, I think we should give them, you know, more players, more opportunities to be in the league. And the only way to do that is to make more teams. Where would you suggest we add a few more teams? Uh, I would say probably Houston would be my first thought because, you know, why we don't have the Comets anymore is beyond me. But beyond, but, but, uh, beyond Houston, where else would you would you say?
1: initially and there's been, there's been lots of talks about about these uh, but uh, you know obviously houston uh will mm-hmm. also mention uh philly mm-hmm. a lot of been a lot been a lot of love for philly out there uh toronto yeah. uh okay. as well yeah. Getting to the canada yeah yeah there's been talks about uh oakland bay area yeah um trying to get another team out in cali Mm -hmm. um i mean we've got two teams to bring back in texas we could bring the stars back too and the silver spurs right they they weren't the they weren't the most successful franchise though and heck basketball's all san antonio's really got i don't know but it's still an option and obviously all the other old teams but like the more serious like these could probably be legitimate like one of the first two that we add toronto Philly. I think here Okay. A pretty safe bet, or uh, Philly, uh, Houston, Houston, yeah, yeah, some some combination of that. So I
0: like it. I like it. I'm absolutely with it. We need to expand the WNBA, if not before, but at the same time, at the very worst, as the NBA.
1: All right, number two, red wine is better. Then white, white wine and rosé. With it or quit it?
0: Well, I'm not a big wine drinker, but from yeah. what I've heard... Um,
1: get with yeah, it. It's National Wine Day. Go get your a glass. Go get a barefoot <laughs> sweet red blend from Walmart. Get the big bottle. It's $10 and some change. Boom. There you go. You can partake in wine for the first <laughs> time on National Wine Day.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I've had you wine before. I'm, I'm just not I a wine you. connoisseur. Uh, so I, I've always heard that there are more health benefits to red wine than than to white wine or, or to rosé or anything like that. So I, I have heard good things about it. My grandma was more into wine than anything, and I think she did drink red wine. So sure, I would I'm have, to, I would up. have to say, yeah, I would have to say with it in that respect. But like I said, I'm not, I'm not a big wine drinker, at least.
1: Okay. All right, fine. Well, you need to get with it, Bejank, because it's good. <laughs> um number three all right this 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 is a very hotly debated topic and i just i just need to know where you are here DJ, okay okay all right number three it's chips and salsa not chips and hot sauce Quit it or quit it
0: absolutely with it i don't know why this is a hotly debated <laughs> thing i thought you were gonna say like it's chips and guac over chips and queso or chips
1: and oh queso no no, queso no. Salsa. people like, are like i can't
0: they're... necessarily go that far but yeah I, I i'm not a big hot sauce guy but i love salsa i
1: oh't no you wouldn't baby. believe how many people come into a restaurant and be like can i get some chips and hot sauce like what uh no. you know, no. want what you want louisiana or tabasco <laughs> but then you start asking them when they say hot sauce but <laughs> what
0: excuse me? What Cholula. What, what are
1: you talking time? about? You want Cholula what? sauce? Okay. Um, but no, uh, just that confusion, but yeah. I, yeah, I just wanted to make sure you weren't a hot sauce guy. No, you
0: know? no, it's chips and salsa or it's nothing for me. I'd, okay. I'd rather have plain chips over chips and hot sauce. I'll be honest with
1: you. Okay. Well, um, here's a, uh, we're quit at
0: 3.5. 3.5.
1: Favorite yeah. one of three, these three options, chips and salsa, chips and guac, chips and queso
0: chips and guac I mean that I think that can't be beat
1: but really, you just, it just it just, just depends queso like that yeah okay
0: I, I don't dismiss queso but usually you have to pay extra for queso or guac or both and so if I'm going to pay for one of the two I'm going to pay for guac as opposed to queso if queso comes complimentary then for sure I'm getting oh, no queso too. yeah no it's it's either okay. chips and salsa or you got to pay for sometimes they'll give you chips and queso though
1: they must they must not have a good queso if they're giving it out for free.
0: No, it's not bad. I mean the place that it's I go to big,
1: least... it's, it's not bad. It's not good though. It's it's mid. Well, it's I mean bad. it's it's edible.
0: It, it's I've had better, but the place that I go to that, go, that does give chips and queso. And but I don't go there for the chips and queso. It's just something to to snack on while I'm waiting for my enchiladas.
1: Fair enough. All right. Number four. I don't know if you've seen this show, but you've probably at least heard of both of them. Okay. Uh, But I'm hoping, goodness, I'm hoping you've at least seen one of these. If not, I swear we might have to go out (laughs) back and throw a couple hands. Uh, (laughs) Number four here, BJ. Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad. I felt like we just talked about
0: this last week. We did not. I have watched... Okay, I, I felt like we had, but because you asked me a Game of Thrones question last week and I brought up Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Um yeah, I've I've watched both. I, I I you 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 asked me that question last week. I might not have said that, but my lord, the midseason finale of Better Call Saul, like I, I was I was just absolutely like the jaw to the floor. I was like, oh my. So Bring that candle. <laughs> the candle bro. no not the not
1: candle the, you know, i honestly see the funniest part about the candle and you know people like said that was like uh the best part the, uh, the best scene you know without any context just a picture mm-hmm. of them looking at the candle yeah. but i instantly thought of well actually you won't know this but okay just to just just say what would i ask you know what i instantly thought of what? when i saw that what Arya Stark Game of Thrones and I can't get into more detail because you haven't seen it yet, but when you see it you will know exactly what i'm talking about i can't well, wait i mean i i love, I love put it. that in to your dvd player and watch some game of thrones or you accept a subscription to hbo max get with the program bitch i don't <laughs> want to hear anything else but i'm about to watch these shows
0: <laughs> okay maybe that will maybe that'll be my my summer on my summer to do list is game maybe of
1: thrones. oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> all right whatever. well i've got to
0: devote at least you know an hour hour and a half each week to with it or quit it and and the lowdown you know that no i'm but um no anytime you get the the candle it's it's a great use of foreshadowing uh yeah. um, so i i thought that was fantastic but i like both shows and so it's hard for me to pick but the way that better call soul has been in in the ramp up towards where they get to Uh, In in you know introducing those those characters in Breaking Bad, the way it starts off is is similar in terms of how slow it starts, but then once it picks up, both shows really pick up. And right now, I'm gonna say with it, I'll say Better Call Saul is better than Breaking Bad, but it's one A one B, it's not one two or anything like that. I I it might change again come the end of the show. I highly doubt that because I trust. Ben Skilligan and and the guys that are responsible for both shows. I think they're going to do a fantastic job to end the series.
1: I almost thought that I was going to have to put uh, uh, in like, stars or quotations better call Saul spoilers in this episode but we didn't actually spoil anything no uh,
0: I, I I cannot in good faith uh I cannot in good faith do, do spoilers yeah. for anybody but come uh, back in a few weeks when we when we're stir crazy and it's been almost six weeks since we've had a new episode we might be talking about the premise and a little bit more <laughs>
1: We're gonna be going crazy in the month of July when last half of the season pops out. Yeah, you see all the crazy stuff that we saw in Breaking Bad too. But I haven't watched, I haven't rewatched Breaking Bad surprisingly since the first time I watched it. And I've rewatched Game of Thrones about five times. So
0: I, I've not watched rewatched it in full, but I've rewatched like some of my favorite episodes since I it definitely ended.
1: Definitely need to rewatch it. Um, I think right, so too. On. Number five. This one. Is near and dear to me, BJ. Okay. And I hope that you're honest with me.
0: All right. I hope that I've not done nothing but be honest with you this whole entire time.
1: Number five the Sulphur Springs Wildcats football team Mm -hmm. will make the playoffs in 2022 with it or quit it.
0: Oh. Uh, you know, so this is the thing with Texas high school football.
1: Uh-huh. It all
0: depends on the district and everything. Uh-huh. Like that. And what you do in the non-district, it doesn't matter.
1: Community, so for Paris, Spring, Kaufman, Maybank, Anna, what you got for me?
0: It's, it's very doable to be one of the four teams in the playoffs. In but that can district. we do it? Can you do it? I think so. Yeah.
1: I think, is I mean, that your you final may, answer?
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm with it, dude. I, I, th- so... I think what, what it's going to come down to, I don't think if you were like ask me if y'all are going to win the district, I would probably have to say quit it. But I think oh, y'all no. could be one of the like the third or the fourth seed in that district very Dude, easily and with new, the chance to, to jump up to number two.
1: Our new head coach and athletic director would surpass our state championship winning coach if he came in the first year and turned around a program that won zero games last year and Mm -hmm. won the district. You know when the last time Silver Springs won the district was, BJ?
0: 2008?
1: Uh, No, it hasn't actually been that long, but it's been a really long time. It's been 10 years since they won their district. Wow. 10 years. 10 years. Mm. Disgusting. Disgusting. Let's hope it it
0: changes. I'm going to miss not getting to call a game against you this year.
1: I know, bro. I wanted my revenge. I wanted to beat you. (laughs) Uh, I did not want to. Well, Go you out, should you win should wins. you
0: should have been there in 2020 because 2021 was our revenge year. So, yeah.
1: heck, I know I should have been, and I don't I don't get to redeem myself in 5A unless I get hired somewhere <laughs> else or something. I've say winless in 5A forever. I can only start better in 4A. But hey, I hope I get to call playoff football. That would be. That'd be some fun stuff. But first, BJ, first year I was
0: in first year as I was in foray, I got to call playoff football. First year you're in Foray, you're gonna get to call some playoff football. I sure I, hope so. I gotta so. feel, I gotta
1: I hope feel so, BJ. Like well, BJ, that's with quit.
0: That's with it or quit, man. That is Wait, man, it. when did the time go by? This episode's already over, Drew. Ah
1: no, it's insane. And and BJ, I wanna I want I haven't told you this, but I'm I'm hunting a guest for okay. for our for our next episode. And All right. he, he babbles about sports on the radio. So mm. let's see if we can get that fella in for the next episode of the lowdown. If he's got the time.
0: I, I like that. Let's let's get him on.
1: Let's do it. we'll, we'll you, you guys will like the guest. You guys will like the guest. So make sure you tune in for that uh, whenever he comes on. I, I, I've got no doubt that he'll say yes. Because his co-host has been on this show before. And if you want to figure out who that is, just go, just think about it. Just go look back and go find out. And if you, you're just up to date on things, then you'll know who I'm talking about. It's it's going to be hard to figure out, but, you know, just have at it. Have at it. You know, shouts out to Nay for showing up in the chat today. Appreciate, appreciate the hype there. Yeah, got the guests coming Appreciate you coming in and showing up for us, but that's going to be that's going to be this week's episode guys make sure you're following us on twitter and instagram at the underscore lowdown that's t-h-a underscore lowdown on twitter and instagram got youtube and twitch up for those that got to see today here on wednesday's recording make sure you guys go subscribe for free on youtube and give us a follow uh over on twitch as well uh whichever platform you use if you're a youtube guy or girl then cool you can watch us there if you're a twitch guy or girl you can watch us there like uh Nay in the chat that we just mentioned she's over mm-hmm. on twitch uh as we're live right now so you can do just as she is doing and watch us live on wednesdays as we record if you like the video aspect too if you're a podcast person well you get these bad boys on fridays then so Show us that love. We'd appreciate it. Drop some ratings and reviews on our stuff so we can get noticed on those podcast platforms. And be one of the best basketball podcasts out there. You know, just Heck yeah. let, let us know what you think about the show. And like I said, we will be making new additions uh, over the next coming weeks and into this summer. So look out for, our, for the new things coming to the show and the new guests that are going to be jumping in. So uh, without further ado, appreciate everybody showing up today showing Mm -hmm. out saying what's up and we'll catch you guys next week peace